Are you ready? Let's do it. Oh. Yes. Yeah, it's <laughs> <Bing>. <laughs> I, no, 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 has pink, but anyway, I just made that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I made my cat, uh, to listen some, uh, sounds on the YouTube. Oh, your cat will love it, but you won't be able to hear it if you are older than 17 or whatever. You know, okay. obviously, the cat didn't hear anything. You know, and it made me think we were talking about this and the covert mm. and video that, that how on earth people can think that uh, in a service after a recording, after a lot of compression and whatsoever, those yeah. highs or lows would come out doesn't matter what kind of woofers you have, because basically it is impossible. What is not there, it is not there. So you can't hear it, what is not there, don't you think? Yeah, a certain amount does get lost in translation, let's say, um, in compression. It's like, um, and then you can't like, once you compress to an MP3 or similar, you when you bounce it back to a wave, if you don't have the original, then that, that that data is lost. You can't get it back. Although the compression logarithm between, you know, it, it's just it's just gone. So yeah, it's. I mean, like high bandwidth MP3 is pretty good. Let's say. Um, I be hard, would hard. use MP3s for my buttocks when I finish in a toilet. So. <laughs> I Did mean, you know, it's actually, it's not 20, that 20 bad, some years but... ago, when MP3s got out, the original MP3 was almost without any 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 uh, loss. But you know, that was for money. So they had another version of MP3, and that is hmm. full of a lot of loss. But the original idea of the MP3 was not bad at all. And if you are enough experienced, I wouldn't say the word old, to remember the hub era, the DC++ era, or even before, you mm. know, when Napster was the worst enemy of all the big labels, you know, um, <laughs> you might remember the MP3s, those times were quite different. That's a hazy memory for me, I must say. Um, although, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you, if you, if you got onto Napster and it was, you know, or any other like pirating, like music station, then, um, just by the very fact that you're going to a pirate station or you're going to get like peer-to-peer -peer like stuff or something like that, you're going to expect the quality to be low. It's like a Chinese like copy of a film DVD that you could buy on the streets. It's going to be, you're going to get people standing up in the, in that, in, in the auditorium, in the cinema, like, and you know, <laughs> so, I mean, it's like, yeah, I, it's like, it was pretty bad. I've got to say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I have good memories of like, oh, it'd be fantastic when it first came out because no, that's not what it was like similar to a reasonable tape deck, maybe, I suppose. Anybody who is really experienced in the different file formats and uh, now beyond the morphogenetic matrix. But you can't mm. or cannot experience listening on vinyl and just write anything to us because we do have yeah. some social availabilities, not yes. only in the tea houses. Don't dither, just let us know. Absolutely. So, if you know just, what dithering is, you'll get that. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Just 
type somewhere that neoborn and Andy are human show and we will pop up because you are listening to the neoborn and Andy by the way that's right as yeah. we are warming up yeah um <clears throat> did you know that microsoft has just bought a company you know just another company for 88 and half billion dollars must be kind of special then like what's that <laughs> more da data or is it like uh like something like cambridge analytics or something <laughs> well it turns out not it was just a company who you know developed call of duty they already bought you know the all these smaller or bigger things they want to build their own metaverse isn't it interesting because apart from that, they were trying to compete with PlayStation, and Xbox was not really well popular. Yeah, okay. that so, so now they the, spend yeah. more money than a couple of countries' GDP annually combined together on a metaverse land, bare landscape or something. Yeah, just to go in because this is their design. This is the other side. But um, in in the future, you don't want to buy computers you just sign in and you have a special cloud computing experience for subscription of course of course we do yeah yeah i mean, we, we, every, is, I mean <laughs> everybody wants that don't they i mean we all want that you will own <laughs> nothing and you will be happy for that yeah we want we want to we so all want to be in the metaverse Absolutely. of course we do that's what we want isn't it microsoft yeah and just go and else. fork off you know this is what i can tell <laughs> go and fork off you know <laughs> i want to build my own computer as i used to do and i have been doing and i will be doing you know longer than microsoft will exist you know mm. you know you know you know this is what comes to my mind even the name is uh, can i say cockless in our show Mm, I guess you can, yeah, because, because it's, it's show, micro right? and soft. Come on, it doesn't have. <laughs> I yeah, but they're not the only players, though, are they? Everybody's like, of course, like sort of supply and demand, right? Some companies got like a bare landscape, meta landscape for sale. You've got a bit of developments on it, and like uh, some buildings and parks and whatever, I mean, what what. But like uh, you know, there's other big players in the game. So Microsoft, what are they doing? And they sort of getting ahead of the competition by buying up all the meta land or something on metaverse yeah, and, and, and all the smart people say go back to the nature go to tribalism have real food and you know have your own circles in life and just relax don't work hard work smart and so on mm. but one goes to dependency and addiction other goes to independence life you know and kind of has your way of living so which one do you choose you are all individuals yeah yeah i mean like i can't help thinking that like uh, this is like um like in, in a way um uh, like the next step towards uh owning or like monetizing people's minds they already are in a way but just it's like a bit more it's, it's just a bit more like sort of a physical separation with gaming and um immersive like sort of games and stuff and things like that i mean it's like it's just another thing that you can use money for to buy to, for an experience it's very smart what you are saying but here's a question yeah. here's a question everybody's playing everybody is in the metaverse but who is making money for the companies to give 
Well, yeah, that's right. I mean, it's going to be the same old story, isn't it? No, give me or kid me, and you can play one more boss. <laughs> I mean, this will go that way. Believe me. It's, if it's free, then you're you're the product. You know what I mean? You're the you're the business. Absolutely. Or if you are subscribed, you are also being the product. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 right. And and it's like moral and ethical and monetary. Uh, is no, it shaky or, ground? Is it <laughs> ethic, moral, quicksand? Quicksand. Day, I dare to say publicly that the the decline of the West has been happening for hundred years, and people, not all, but more than a few of them, couldn't even grasp the idea. So I just, you know, linked in Oswald Spangler's book, The Decline of the West. You know, it mm. was published in 1918, so it's free to read now, and it's a heavy book. It's you know, it's like a double book. It's big, big, big. And, oh, my God, there are words and heavy thoughts. I'm not saying the truth, but something to work with, you know? Yeah. And then yeah. compared yeah. In, in very, very professional uh, and um, academic way, you know, the decline of the Roman yeah. Empire and the decline of the Western civilization. And it turns out, you know, it was not from one day to another, but it lasted for 300 years in the Roman Empire to decline completely. So what do we expect now? Sure, so, yeah, yeah. Um, the other day uh, I read, uh, no, I read, what am I talking about? I do read, but because we have listeners and viewers, let's say I watched <laughs> a movie <laughs> called uh, Virtual Revolution. Okay, I like science yeah. fiction because they always... Virtual Revolution, talk, okay. Yeah. yeah, they always talk about the present in a gown of future. However, yeah. this was really not you know a top movie but mm. the idea you know they were this was about no romancers necromancer sorry necromancers mm. and so on uh, but the idea was very interesting in that one so it, it, the plot says that in a very close near future more than 70 percent of the population uh will be 24 7 uh, plugged into these metaverse ish something yeah. you know and um you can you cannot die you can look out but you cannot die and uh, corporations are over you know countries and there are people who are hybrids who live part in this very dystopian future but there's no sun anymore hmm, interesting but pollution and and also there are no other people who are unplugged or you can't really see them um and obviously there's a crime line in the book but the point is because there is a revolutionary army you know they form yeah. themselves and obviously they try to avoid the ever seeing eyes you know because they are everywhere so long story short they mm. uh, steal a virus from the companies you know who invented yeah. it, uh to repurpose it to to free the people Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. To, 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 to be locked down. And here's the question. Why would the people who voluntarily wanted to go into this system and voluntarily stayed wanted to leave the whole idea where they are in? And uh, there is no mm. easy answer because if you want mm. to give them freedom, you have to break, you have to violate their willingness of freedom because you are not yeah. reasoning with them. Um, and yeah, I'm not spoiling anything with this movie uh, because I'm sure most people won't even dare to watch it. Uh, <laughs> um, 
helmet, space helmet. It is, it is, it is a flawed idea. So basically, the the virtual revolution title goes because they will do this freeing in the so-called metaverse. I think like um, it's a healthy thing to do to have these films, no matter like how good or bad they are. Like <laughs> that, um, it's like the, oh, this is this type of future, like or any future where it's like, yeah, it looks great, but and it, it like because those sorts of things that, that lean on the negative side kind of like uh, are our like sort of um is our, our, our storytelling version of like well we're here but like perhaps in the future this if we don't play our cards right we could end up like this you know it's a possible something that could happen and like how people deal with it so i think as a healthy thing hopefully you know maybe we'll take parts of that and modify it so that it isn't quite so bad, you know, like, but who knows? I mean, we may just sort of crash headlong into that situation anyway and just have to be able to deal with it and there'll be, like, fallout from that that's um, not you know, pretty. Maybe. This, what you're saying comes to basic human right. Your basic human right is for clean air, clean water, real food, safety. Yeah. And the list goes on. It's an internationally accepted thing. Okay, it is not accepted yes. by the USA or, or the Chinese or whatever, but basically it is a big thing. People know it. It's a, one of the greatest inventions of the 20th century. We can't deny this. Mm. Other question is how governments like to apply them into their constitution because mostly they don't. So you have the right to talk yeah. to yourself. You have the right to modify your body. You have the right to commit suicide, which I don't suggest to anyone. Yeah, it's don't fun. do that. It's not fun. It's not fun. Reach out to somebody before you. Yeah, if you feel like that, that yeah. just turn on to our show and you will laugh, or you will mm. whatever. So, do you have the right to say no? Do you have the right to say, and this is a question, not a not mm. a solution, to say no? I don't mm. want to be vaccinated for it with anything because that's my 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 body. This is my personal freedom, you know. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do you have the right to smoke in a bus stop, which is prohibited? You know, um, yeah. then then uh, because the, the 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 secondary smoking is more polluting your your mm. your lungs than the first one. So you know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Th there are no solutions in this question. It doesn't have to be. It should be more like a debate. Mm. Okay. There's open a conversation about it. Cause... Yeah. But here it's comes like, um, this, 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 this is a big thing. We yeah. have now these Western world ideas with little Sputniks all around, the Elon Musk Sputniks, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the word Sputnik might, might uh, mean that I am a little bit older than Generation Alpha, Z, Beta, Gamma. I don't know what whoever are in the Alpha. Let's say the uh, microsatellites. Microsatellites, yeah. I say. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. See, see, once again, Microsoft satellites. Anyway, that was a joke that didn't work, but anyhow. So, uh, <laughs> Do people have a right to have open air, open night for the stars? Or Western companies have bigger rights to deprive them from this because, oh yeah, you might need some, or we need you to have internet access in the middle of the desert. I don't care if you don't want it, I will make you want it. You know? Yeah, so, I think so, like, um, if I, I think these, these, these are these types of things that run in parallel. Um, you know, like that you, you, you can, you can, you can't have the cake and eat it, but you can have like a piece of the cake. So, 
okay, let's have like sort of really good like global um, satellite system. The trade-off is that like um, your night vision might be like a little bit sacrificed with like sort of a, 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 like a grid array of like micro satellites. Okay, but you know like um, do you is it can, can you indeed smoke that like thing at the bus stop? Well, of course you can if you want to be a rebel. You can. But the trade-off is it's like everybody else in the in the line isn't going to like you know like like there's this and the many many other things that like like uh, that are like this. There's there's two things go together and people are trying to separate them, but they don't. They kind of live together. But you get this because of this, and um, it's it's like kind of, you have to work with both of them. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Do you remember the time when Bruce Willis could act and wanted to? That was the movie Surrogate. That was already the, the same story. It was mm. a long time ago. People didn't want to believe it would happen. You know, mental chamber, a comatic state, you know, daytime 24-7 almost, you know, and they had this very different life compared to what they have in the reality instead of yes. this relationship. The outcome of that movie was very good. Because it's sad, okay, you have to fix your relationship. You are there for each other, even if it's very gray and it is not so fantastic and spectacular mm. like in that mm. way. My question is here, and it doesn't have to be answered, maybe we can no. do not. That reality, when we lose touch of reality, yeah. uh, like many people do not already feel the need of embracing each other, touch the other person's skin. Although mm. we know from science, if you touch other people more than 30 seconds, your tension, your anxiety will level down. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, unless you are in the World Wrestling Federation. So, um, <laughs> yeah, there's a few exceptions, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. or when Mike Tyson wants to hug you, maybe that's a different yeah. thing. But may yeah. maybe now he's a good guy because he's a daft guy. But oh no, he's also a darts guy. He can do bullseye with, you know, blindfolded. Uh huh. Okay. I mean, I mean, come he's on. He's not a one-trick pony, is he? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He is absolutely different now. Um, so and come on with the pigeons. Um, so um, why is it not worthier to walk through the life on Earth? with real emotions, with real ups and downs, just like when you hike uh, or when you see the ocean. Mm. The ocean? Yeah. Or say the ocean, yeah. It makes more yeah. sense. Um, and um, why not to stay or try to stay in relationships that are bumpy? We don't know how to do that. Most people... Uh, say, oh, I don't want to even involve to touch it. You know, I even have casual sex partners, or I don't want to be. You know, I will have the new uh, yeah. rubber, <coughs> rubber band. You know, well, I mean, my, you know, my, my fourth partner. You know, mm, so mm. I mean, uh, other people fourth. are like sort of um, committed to like single relationships rather than short I'm relationships. Are, are more, are generally speaking, more happy. Although, you know, it's like. Which is you know, choose, choose your uh, choose your path or like choose your choose your, the, the, the way you want to go. I mean, do you want to do you want to be single um, with occasional flings, you know? Um, but like, sort of generally feel a bit like bad because you're kind of a bit lonely, maybe. Or then, do you want to 
be in a relationship, uh, but generally be a little bit more happier, but be a little bit sad. Not sad, but like be a little bit more um, because you have to just deal with this, the other the problems that come with that. So which pro which set of problems are you going to are you going to deal with? You know what I mean? It's like the relationship problems or the non relationship problems. And yeah, what's, what's, what 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 is your favorite fruit or vegetable? I've got to say, I love um, out of everything. I guess oranges. Are, are oranges. Mm. Okay. So uh, let's just imagine from that little seed how mm. much struggle it is for the tree to burst through from under the soil, get to the surface, not to be tramped over or grow game and tramped over, not to be eaten, not to be frozen, heated, uh, you know, or whatever. Yeah, and eaten by a mouse. And, and, yeah. and comparing the fruitious life cycle when that few years you know it comes out how yeah. many years it is before to get to this station when you know that okay i can ripe now the oranges yeah you know? yeah so there is yeah. no way to have real fruits in life solo or not solo um without worthwhile growth and uh, mm. struggle. Struggle does not necessarily have to be a bad thing. A baby no. struggles to oh, turn yeah. over. A baby struggles not to fall down again. You know, it's the same with like, um, in a way, like the, the, the stress, the stress of the struggle. Yeah, it's actually a part of nature. We need that. It's like not too much. It's like you know, it's like wall there, but like you know, alarm bells, but. There's, we all need this like amount of like sort of some stress and struggle so that we can like, get behind that and just some motivation to push through that because otherwise it's like you know if you've got everything laid out for you you just well, I don't know like you just turn to jelly or what what happens yeah <laughs> you are going to whining uh, whatever <laughs> mm, mm. yeah I don't want to insult anybody I love vanilla as a taste so. Mm, mm. Okay, tonight we have a guest. So while you were practicing your Olympic snowboard skills, yeah, I yeah. interviewed Amari Ma, who just uh, brought out a brand new album. Okay, and Amari Ma, welcome. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, he fantastic thoughts, and uh, yeah. it's always good to meet somebody who is young enough yet articulate. Uh, have real thoughts without trying to sell himself too much. Hi, nice to meet you, Amari. How are you doing today? Man, I'm doing good, man. I can't complain. How you doing, man? Well, it's okay. It's okay. It's a little bit surprised that instead of having a, a real tough winter, we have late spring, almost summer. Mm -hmm, yeah. Yeah, over here it's crazy right now. Like I was telling you, telling you before, um, because you know that right now it's snowing over here in New York, so it's gonna be a little bit kind of crazy to, to get around, you know. But we make it happen. We make it work. <laughs> well, you are New Yorkers. You can build a lot of snowman, snow bear, snow cat, snow Taylor Swift. Definitely, indeed. <laughs> Okay, so uh, New York, I, I do love going there. I do love spending my holidays there. I do love teaching there. And I just do like hanging out. Um, 
my favorite part is you might be surprised is the is the Harlem part you know close to the close to the Central Park which is your favorite oh um sometimes I like going around like as far as Central Park Central Park is yeah. cool um as far as being in Manhattan going to Harlem over by 125th Street um if I'm out over there I'd be in Brooklyn for the most part being Brooklyn or I'd be in Harlem sometimes here and there uh, Queens definitely Queens, Queens. yeah uh, you know I According to statistics, both Brooklyn and Queens are occupied by, hmm, let's see, new people. So how how this diversification working out? So I guess these days are not like in the movies in the 80s and 70s when you walked out and you were certain to meet people and now you look like, okay, am I in the Far East? <laughs> yeah, it's different walks of life, man, like. That's, that's pretty much how I can really put it. It's different walks of life, different people, different cultures, different backgrounds. I mean, it's just a big like melting pot. As Absolutely. Uh, I, I really do love the idea how, for example, uh, you know, the, the metro is linking together different parts. So no matter what happens, you are basically uh, traveling to Harlem and the Wall Street the same time, the same train. Right. You mentioned melting pot. Um, I do love being different in New York. I do love being average in New York. I do feel myself safe wherever I go because it means that everybody is different, everybody is unique, and that means we are all accepted there. So do you also have this kind of feeling when you go there? Um. For the most part, I feel like as far as the people and everybody, like it's, you know, I, I, there's a sense of, of closeness. And at the same time, you know, people is in their own world. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's, you know, handling their business, doing what they got to do. But at the same time, there's this, there's this uh, what's that word? This closeness, this um, collaborative spirit, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? When, when, when times get tough. You know what I'm saying? That we come together, you know what I'm saying? Different walks of life, you know, people that we meet, you know, I meet on, the, you know, walking around in different areas, you know, in New York City, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it's, it's it's just, I know I know. sometimes New York, you know, we get a bad rep at times because it's like, you know, we're just looking out for ourselves or whatnot, but there's, there's a lot of people you'd be surprised as, that's willing to help out in certain situations depending on what's going on, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I just love what you are saying and I feel a kind of astonished here because what you are describing sounds like a kind of fairy tale, not really everywhere experienced. Right, right. Okay, um, so, okay, now we have to go to this one. Sorry, it's, it's, it's lunchtime. So, which is your favorite place to hang out for lunch? Oh, for lunch to eat? Um... I got a few spots I go to in Brooklyn because um because I'm a vegan so I go to certain places the way they have like um like vegan options vegan foods I go to places like um natural blends they're like a um like they're kind of like a Caribbean slash American you know vegan food spot that I go to I like going over there greedy kitchen um there's a nice spot in, in Harlem called um seasoned vegan 
Okay. Uh, if you ever come to, if you ever um, come out to uh, to Manhattan, go to Harlem, go to check out Season Vegan. Season Vegan. That's yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, there's a burger place just, just, just at the at the at the uh, northern part of uh, of of the Central Park, and I love that one. But but for example, when you go to the Boardwalk, can you eat vegan there? The Boardwalk where in um in Brooklyn, you know where the amusement park is, you know. Oh um. Are you talking about as far as like in Coney Island, that area over there? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh, of yeah. course, yeah, especially during the summertime. Yeah, because there's a lot of this. Definitely, you got um places there which you can eat. They got hot dog stands. Um, yeah, you could definitely go out walk and eat ice cream. If that's what you like to do. You know what I'm saying? There's people walking yeah. there. I do love swimming there. Let me ask you this one. Uh, you just uh, came out uh, with a very I, for me, a very good sounding habium. And the obvious question is always that why, how, when, and for whom? Yes, yes. I mean, Grand Rising is a real special album for me. That was, I was, during that time when I was working on the album, I was going through certain, you know, changes within myself. I was going through my own journey, which I, I'm still in to this day. But it was during a period where I was trying to find myself, you know, just trying to question things about my, myself and my surroundings and and that was during the time too as well i was transitioning to a um a plant-based diet so all of these things was going on at the same time and it just reflected in the music mm-hmm. and the album is just basically for those who want to take a journey take a walk into my shoes and also to get an idea of the person of who i am up to this point you know this album you know was it took some time. It took a while to come out, to be, you know, to be put together. But um, but I say that the the way it was, you know, it, it it worked out for the best. Yeah, actually, it's a very very well mastered and very well produced album. Two third of that is a kind of laid back, and one third is very well. I wouldn't use the hard, but very vivid, like strong, opinionated something and uh somehow you manage to have your vocals uh constant in both fields so uh I, I do like that that you have a consistency how to deliver the different topics thank you i appreciate that these days there is a trend of chill hop do you think that will be the real direction of yours because Traditionally or earlier, the hip hop community was filled of rage, anger, or these made-up celebrity fights or whatsoever, and that also kind of estranged uh, this whole genre from the mass popularity. And now, whenever I listen, for example, your album and few others these days, I feel so much connected. Although, truth to be told, we are you know, creating in different uh, niches. So do you think this is a new kind of understanding in the 21st century, what you are doing and many of your colleagues are doing these days, that this is the real direction where we can head to? I believe there's artists, like not just me, but other people that's, that's you know, how should I put it? I think it's always been out there. It's just that being that the way the mainstream works right now, they're only going to put out a certain type of sound that's more popular for the for the for the times for today's time. 
But I think the, the the content, the music, as far as what I speak on and, and people that's trying to, you know, put out like as far as like good conscious music has always been around. It's just a matter of those voices being heard, mm. you know, and but I think it's to a point now where a lot of people we live in a time style where I think people are starting to get more in tune to what's going on and really starting to question things and, you know, she's really trying to put it in the music. You know, especially more so from the underground and those, you know, from the underground to, I wouldn't even say mainstream, but those who have more of like a, that's more, I don't know, I guess you could say there's more, more out there. Yeah. There's more seen, you know, but, but I, but as far as the content of music, I think it's always been there, but it's just that some of our voices haven't been heard yet due to the today's climate of music and what's being put out there in the, in the airwaves. It might sound a little bit silly question, uh, but uh, is it easier, do you think? I mean, you are such a young person. Um, uh, is it easier to make um, or create uh, music these days than, uh, for example, it was earlier when really people had to fight for that really short-ish uh, and very expensive, uh, you know, studio time because that was limited. And now we have more equipments to practice or demoing ourselves. Yeah, I feel it's a lot easier, like in this day and age, compared to how it was before. Because now you do it yourself. I mean. Shoot, even your grandmother right now, I'm sure she's probably right now rapping in her studio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that accessible now to where you could do it at home and or it, it, the equipment might not be as expensive as it was once before, you know? Um, so now we could do it ourselves pretty much. It's more, like I said, it's more accessible now and it's more easier for, for a person to just go and, um, you know, pick up a mic or... Yeah get a beat machine and, and put beats together or create their own studio and just you know record music at their home or go to somebody that they know that they know personally and they don't have to spend as much money going to this to to the studio compared to how it was before you know what what, what about the proficiency i mean um a lot of people are on the side that okay let's pour out every week two new songs you know this is the spotify version of idea that just kick on the algorithm but personally i do believe especially when you just mentioned that it's an artistical journey what you wanted to experience in your album it's an evolution a personal growth, a storytelling that the quality actually matters more than the quantity How, where where are you at I'm all for quality. I'm all for substance. I'm all for, you know, making a, a you know, making music that that personifies you, that reflects you. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm all for substance. Yeah. And you know, the quality has to be there. You know what I'm saying? So, so people could see. Or understand, you know, who you are as a person, where you're coming from, how you think, you know. Um, I just think quality, you know, matters more over than, than the quantity. Because, you know, you yeah. have some people that put out, you know, a lot of music, and that's good too. But if the quality is not there and the music doesn't matter, if the music, the, the, the sound is not there, then, you know, to me, it's just like, it, it kind of dilutes the experience 
you know what I mean, uh, as far as the quality is concerned. The authenticity. Right, right, right. But if a person takes their time to work on the music and to, you know, I feel a person could put their best material out there. They're taking the time and really, like, you know, structuring the album the right way. And they were able to do show, you know. You know, it just reminded me that not so long ago, just another very unfortunate series of events started out with a terrible event what affected the black community. And uh, you didn't rant out in your album about that, but you had a kind of digestion about that story. And somehow you reflected on that in a more artistic level instead of ranting and just, you know, punching words out. How easy it is to put the extra energy, the sometimes you might be also outraged of the events what are all around, to shape them into the form what would give more to the listener instead of taking away? Mm. I, I don't know. I, I kind of just, I try not to think too much about it as far as like trying to balance it out. I think I just try to do it in a way where that the person, the listener, they, they hear what I'm saying. Like, but at the same time, it's like, I'm not coming off too preachy, but I just try to express myself in a way that that's true to who I am. But at the, I guess at the same time, it just ends up working out that I'm not trying to be over preachy about it, but at the same time, the person will still understand the points that I'm making based on what I'm talking about and how I'm expressing it. You know, yeah. so, because sometimes when you do it in that kind of a way, it, it ends up, it ends up making more sense to the person that's listening. Because then, then yeah. when you're trying to be over preachy, it, sometimes it may come off. It's like the main message or point you're trying to get across can end up getting drawn out just because, you know, a person may over talk their points. I mean, I try not to be preachy, but at the same time, it's just it just happens that it's, I, I say things in a way to where it's not coming off, coming across in that kind of a way. If that makes sense, you know? Yeah, it makes. And, uh, you know, um, I wanted to ask you about the integrity. So many, let's say, mainstream or, you know, well-backgrounded artists um, are creating an agenda, a facade about themselves who actually they are not anymore because their circumstances changed, you know, or, you know, news just breaks out that basically they are saying something what is not true to them. Um, and I think it goes to any kind of musical style, not only hip-hop or rap. But uh, since we are here and talking about that one, um, I, I know, for example, how I see the evolution of Eminem, you know, when he is now crazy, fiercely rich. And it's okay. But he doesn't, as you said, preach about to be poor and, you know, his rage is gone. In, from that aspect. And he tries to bring newer and newer topics into his everyday life or in his music. And it's a kind of transformation. Not too many um, of the audience can accept this one. Yet there are others who are doing this other style, what are very far from me. And yet they also don't have that kind of hardships anymore still they are trying to pretend they have. So this kind of integrity, why do you think 
the so-called stars are still keeping up with instead of being who they are, who they have become? Yes, yeah, that's a good question, man. I, I just think that for some artists, they, I think some of them are just afraid of just being themselves because they feel like if they end up, you know, being who they truly are, they, they, maybe they feel that they'll lose their audience because they're only going to stick with what they know and they want to keep that same, you know, audience with people around them. But I think they may be afraid of, 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 of trying to, you know, to change. If some, some artists are just afraid of change or just trying to or be themselves, you know. Me personally, I can speak for, for me, like, I think it's only natural that an artist should end up changing in terms of like, like as because you know as we get older we change you know what i'm saying and i think that also reflects in in the music as well i think it's only natural but for some artists they don't do that because like i said before you know like some 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 artists they may be afraid of of going into that next step they rather stay in that same in that same um bracket or on that same position because they feel that's that that's their comfort that's that's their comfort level, you know, and they feel that's where that's their bread and butter. So they don't want to alienate that type of audience. You know what I'm saying? They want to you know keep that main audience around so that way they can still be in that same position, if that makes sense. Yeah. Some, some art some artists I think are just afraid of changing and, and also just being true to who they are as well. But for example, but you, for example, evolved. you evolved. You change. You step you change. You and you won at least me won at least to listen me. to your album like five times more. Because actually, I did enjoy. Actually, I did enjoy. It was so different. Was so different in, a in a good way. Um, I like. Um, I like more classical music. More classical music. You know, music. I like listening. You know, to I like listening age, to certain you know. age. You know, uh, 80s rock, uh, not 80s rock, but some, you know, but still, uh, when you listen to rock, uh, okay, now this is together, this is real, the music production is top notch, you have a story to tell, you don't want to be more than you have to say, you have to say. So you didn't, so you didn't shy away, you didn't shy away, you won't, I think not just only me, but many other people, by being brave enough to be who you are. Right, man. And for some people, that's the scary thing, man. It's scary for for a person to be, to be themselves. Because some, because we get so conditioned to be a certain way or to act around a certain, you know, demographic of, you know, people and, And the, and the climate that we're in, you know, some people feel they got to fit in in order to, to, to stand out. But just being true to who you are, you know what I'm saying? That just says it all. And I mean, it, it's funny because something as simple as that, you would think, you know, most people would say like, yeah, you know, you just got to be true to yourself. But when it actually, when it's all said and done, for some people, it's hard for them to do that. Because again, depending on how they've been conditioned, by certain things or how they live in, you know, living in, living their, their life. And, you know, they, like I said, they don't, they're afraid of what people may ha have something to say. Some people are just worried about, you know, what people may say or think about them. And, and, you know, you just gotta, you know, you can't really care what people think. Exactly. You, know, you just gotta be who, exactly. who you are, you know? But for example, you mentioned fear. Fear is literally damaging a person's thinking. And in the long term, it creates a kind of uh, internal pressure that a person cannot think straight anymore. 
and it will be like a rabbit hole, never come out. People can't uh, fulfill other positions. You can't uh, be another rock star, another pop star, another hip star, uh, another rap artist, because everybody is, uh, you know, occupied. You have only one space to fulfill. That's your own body. That's your own life. And you are not your past. You are not your environment. You are not your relatives. You are you. You can recreate and co-create the life of yours and the people around you. Not right, right. You know, I, I just, I just believe that you know, when it comes to music, you should be able to express yourself the way you, sh- you want to express yourself. It's about having that freedom. It's about being able to just, like I said, you know, without trying to be redundant, like being true to who you are. You know what I'm saying? Because then once you get that out, it's like almost a weight has been lifting off your shoulders, you know? But for some people, you know, like, yeah, they may be doing the music, they may be getting paid, they may be getting a lot of money, but then somehow they still feel stifled, they still feel trapped, they're still unhappy, you know? But yet at the same time, yeah, they may be making money, they may be making some money, or they are making money, but yet they're still not, they don't, they, they don't feel fulfilled. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and somewhere... You know, whether that person, that artist, they could be sitting down or once they by themselves, then it's like all of these things start coming back to them. So, you know, an artist may put up a front or a facade, but for how long? Because once they, you know, in the in the, in the bed by themselves or or when they have time to themselves, this these things are still gonna come up. And yeah. it's gonna always come up to the surface. And until they're able to deal with it, then and that's the only way they could truly be, you know, able to... Um... Yeah, you mentioned these artists who are not necessarily finding the courage to be themselves because of several reasons. And they try to fulfill themselves with externities. New Jaguar Xs, I don't know what kind of cars are there, you know. Uh, new this, new that. Um, and still they are un- unhappy, medically speaking, too. Um, they get drunk, they have more spouses or random people in their life for shorter times. So uh, there is this quote that more and more is never enough. I think this goes to people who are kind of, and maybe to be harsh and sounds a judgment, it doesn't want to be, um, like they are shallow inside because they are not there where they should be. They are not grown into their body. What do you think? Right. Right. Yeah. It's like, like I was saying before, like that, 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 that stifleness, that, that, that growth somehow it's like, it's going to still always come up no matter how much they try to deny it or try to, you know, they, they try to like, you know, break away from it. You know what I'm saying? It's still going to always come up until they end up facing like I guess you could say facing their fears or yeah. or facing, you know, the reality of what it is. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way they're gonna be able to overcome that. And you know, I just think that once a person's able to, you know, once they realize that, then that's the only way I feel, you know, not even just an artist, but people in general, you know, that's the only way I feel like people will end up being able to um you know, look in the mirror and really, you know, break away from all of those, you know, I don't know how the, the best way to you know, it. It's, I think absolutely I hear you with this one. I wanted to ask you that uh, 
several years ago, you had the song Like I Don't Care. You remember for that, yeah? Like I don't care. Okay, yeah. that's from um from the second project. Um, the, like um, the God must be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So and uh, you had that kind of uh, appearance in this striped t-shirt and uh, and this white hat. You remember? You know, and you you went around the neighborhood and it had a kind of. Uh, Typical, typical genre, typical appearance, you know? Yeah, yeah. Then, several years later, when you had, for example, one of my favorite, Rise and Shine, or A Beautiful Soul in the new album, you know? Um, uh, With this new cover, with this new look, when you are slimmer in many ways. (laughs) When, When was, when you when yourself and then when your surrounding realized that uh, it's a different new you. I started getting a lot of, I started getting compliments. I started getting um, people coming up to me like, yo, Marvy, like, are you glowing? And I've had people come to me, like, like they've been, they noticed the change, but like maybe to like weeks later on, then they'd be like, yo, Mario, like I've been noticing, I guess once they find out like I've been, you know, since it became, you know, vegan and everything, then they say, oh, that would make sense because they say, I noticed you lost a lot of weight or like, yo, your skin is more clear, it's more like you're glowing. Yeah. Like I've been getting different responses from from family members to, you know, people that I know outside of, you know, uh, outside of family, you know, friends. Yeah, you know, people started noticing it. You know, even when they're on Instagram, they see some things that, certain things that it posts up, you know, and people notice it, they see. They see I lost a lot of weight and, they could tell there's something different about me too, just even my mannerism as well. You know, it shows, you know. Okay, so you are saying, you are just underlining now that uh, you are what you eat. <laughs> there you go, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Here's a funny question. Blue Origin or SpaceX or Virgin Galactic, which of the three would you like to take or ride with? Say that again, take, take a ride with who? Take a ride with Blue Origin, Jeff Bezos Space Company, just jump to the border and fall, fall back. Oh, yeah. Virgin Galactic, whoever, where they go, and Elon yeah. Musk's very own SpaceX, to the Mars and back or never. So which one would you rather try it out? Between Jeff Bezos and... Um, Elon and Musk Mars? and Richard Branson, yeah, the three big guys on space. And interestingly, all these guys are white. <laughs> Have you realized that just white guys go to space? <laughs> I'll take all of them. How about that? I'll take all of them just to pick their brains. Be like, yo, man, like, give me some pointers, you know, as far as... I wouldn't even be having... I mean, besides the fact of me going out of space, yeah. and be, oh, be like, you know, I'd probably be having a conversation in my, you know, my, my astronaut outfit and be like, yo, like, what is it you do? How can I make more money? You know, like I'll be talking about finances while I'm in a spaceship. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, I'll just, I mean, just pick their, pick their head in that way. <laughs> probably, probably you could, you could, you could be the first hip hop artist to really do some everyday video blog from there. You know? They, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the first hip hop artist to actually do a video in outer space and different planet. I mean. That's never been done before. I mean, people might use imagery and stuff like, you know, special effects, but actually being in a, you know, an actual yeah. planet, <laughs> that's, something, that's something else right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that could be awesome. 
Um, but I just read about it that, for example, if you spend too much time in space, your your eyeballs get you know a little bit tugged and uh, you get blind. So now they developed a new sleeping bag. Yeah, so the sleeping bag it has to be attached to your waist, and through, while you are sleeping in the space, it uh, sucks down the blood pressure from your upper body because th- that w- they figure this is the real reason that too much blood in this, because there is no gravity there, no real gravity. Uh, so there are a lot of little tiny things, you know, what one needs to pay attention to. <laughs> It's, it's funny you say that too, because I think there was one time I was looking up something. I don't know. I was like Googling something, you know, some stuff on, online. And, and I was looking up something pertaining to um, like when you're out of space, like when, you know, I guess the astronauts, like if they have to go to the bathroom, I heard like in their in their suit, there's something in their suit where they can able to release, yeah. you know, but I'm trying to be, you know, nasty about it but you know they could able to release their feces or you know the urine and all that but it goes into a special part of their suit or whatever and then i mean i i, I mean i could you could correct me if i'm wrong you know what i'm saying but for what i was reading it was interesting because it's like you know sometimes you may have these questions you'd be like yo how did they do this how did they i mean you know, i mean you can't eat? cry yeah you can't cry in space you you can't cry in space because physically you can't you know right, and right. or or for example yeah you have to use the hoover in a different way when you have to leave the reminiscent of your body yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but how, how much more sophisticated this compared to the japanese system when they don't like you leaving uh, you know the workplace so there is the adult diaper f- for workers there and that's on the one hand disgusting on the other hand it's just cruel yeah yeah man this is what i would like to ask you you are a different generation but obviously not the youngest youngest one you know how do you experience mainstream media like describing uh, the events now that everybody has a harder life these days now it sucks to be in america sorry or now it's uh, difficult to be there and you know jobs here jobs there and um, i don't know for what i personally can testify is that if somebody really wants to have a good job or a good education not necessarily at the university but by themselves you really can make it you really can make it happen not just as a musician or an artist but anywhere maybe for a few most you have to flip burgers but there is a way up there is a ladder so you don't have to be stuck in a position but this is my experience this is how i see it what do you think about this as far as like like as far as what's going on today with you know i mean i know for some people it's hard like especially you know what's going on right now with you know especially over here in, in the states you know there's a lot of people there's jobs this this job looking to hire people. People don't want to come back to work because they have this fear with the whole you know coronavirus, and and at the same time with these mandates going on. So I can see from both sides, you know, and you know it, it's just crazy. Like right now, what's going, what everything is going on at this point, you know. Um, I mean, I'm just hoping at some point things will go back to normal. Yeah, I mean things will go back to normal. Maybe not in the in the way how it was before pre coronavirus, but it'll go back to normal in the sense that you know 
we can start going back and living our lives. But it may be, yeah. it may still be, it may be different still, you know. Um, you know, I, I guess we just got to rough it out. You know, we just got to rough it out. At the same time, try to, um, you know, be get, you know, get more creative. You know, um, just try to get more creative in, in terms of just, you know, working or, or you know, working from home or finding yeah. other ways of trying to, um, you know, get extra income. You know, what about trust? Uh, I have this perception that uh, trust has uh, eroded towards the institutions and uh, uh, basically thousands and thousands are moving off grid in the States or just leaving, you know, the cheaper countries to live uh, or they go away and they want to raise their own chicken or whatever or they um, own carrots in your case. or cauliflowers, let's say something less meaty. Um, so um, do you think this kind of trust, what is necessary for a, for a society to exist, uh, can be gained back or there must be a new understanding how different parts of a society can count on each other? That's a good question, man. I think you know, they say through adversity, through, um, I mean, I may be saying it wrong, but they say like through adversity is where, is where you can see the strength of a person. You know, when thing, when something happens, you know, that's when you see um, the strength of a person and what they're capable of. I think as far as what you're saying about with the whole thing with trust, I think with certain things that goes on, some people... This they could take the situation as a way for them to to um discover themselves more to where you know things that they probably never even thought about, you know what I'm saying, that they were capable of doing. This will actually make make them be, you know, make them become more creative or they'll start looking at things to better themselves. Yeah, this is actually a very uh layered topic because it's very hmm, how shall I say it? A lot of a lot of loud opinions are against governments and for 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 a good reason because most of the people who are visibly working for the governments seem to be less interested in helping out the people who give the money for them to work but the reality is that the people who work for the government most of them are good people they are just like you and i we have the same kindergarten for our kids we go to the same Walmart and we basically watch the same series. So there is a minority only who ruins the feeling to be a part of this communal existence. And also, we can't really escape the sort of this nowadays very harming cancel culture, you know, and uh, this kind of crazy and quite disgusting way of discussions what you can see on Twitter and so on. I'm not the content, but the way how people talk to each other. And if I compare this, when, um, for example, you get lost in New York, everybody can walk to you and say, hey, okay, are you lost? Do you want some help? You know, I met the most beautiful people out there, you know, and just, it was just awesome. I know that a lot of people, uh, my friends were afraid, for example, to be like, oh my God, 
I said, come on, look at these are not the movies from the 80s and the 70s, you know? So, so, so for me, the reality shows that everyday people, everyday artists like yourself, they kind of well communicating, uh, they can really know what is best for each other in a community. Yet, when we see in the larger scope, especially in the uh, through the eyes of the media uh, and the internet, we see everything is collapsing and damaged and we are burning in flames, now the hell is here. So the question is that how can we, or can we at all, recreate a better existence where it is more mutuality, more help and more care and probably less flames you know and you know more kindness is prevailing yeah yeah right i i think that i think we all have to come together come to understanding of course there are going to be differences we are not going to be on the same page with everything but i think the common denominator of that is being able to be compassionate and understanding towards one towards each other and, and, and come together for a common goal. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I know there's a lot of things that's been going on, especially when watching the news. Sometimes you can't believe everything that's being put out there in the media because, you know, they may put out things to for, you know, to, to control the narrative, to have you think in a certain way. And then a lot of misinformation that can end up um that could end up uh what's that word? It could end, okay. end up it can end up influencing a person's way of thinking, you know? And so sometimes that could also that can end up deterring or you know it it, it could put I'm trying to put it in a way without trying to be you know, over you know, too much worry about it. But I just think that we sometimes have to learn the difference, you know, to really know what's the truth. And at the same time, once we understand what it is and what the truth is, and then we, break, you know, stay away from all the, you know, the lies and the propaganda and really understand what's going on. And then we could focus on the matter of coming together and, 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 um, and just being, you know, compassionate towards one another and understanding with one another and not let, you know, that the media with, you know, as far as with the lies and, and the propagandas come in and try to divide us, you know? Yeah. Um, if that makes sense, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. It just reminded me the Roman Empire when there was circus and bread and divide the people. So they were entertained, just like in the Hunger Games, you know. So they didn't care, didn't care that, you know, the enemies were at the gates. Or, you know, and they, well. Okay, how do you define three things, okay? One is, how do you define love? Second, how do you define happiness? And third, how do you define creativity? Creativity. Okay, so the first one, love. I say love is. I say love is an energy. Uh, happiness. How you define happiness? I would say happiness is more of. Um, I would say it's like inner peace and being content. Mm-hmm. And you said creativity. Yeah. Is. I would say creativity is 
Mm. Creativity, I would say that's more like, um, I would say like you're more like your talent, your talent and skills. I got the combination of both. Yeah, and maybe hard work, yeah? <laughs> yeah, too, yeah. yeah. All that okay. Sorry for giving you a hard time with this because that was probably something that you didn't see coming. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, but this is the best. I mean, you you are not you cannot be prepared for anything here. Okay. Um, so uh, there are always artists uh, with whom we uh, like to work with, and there are with whom we would like to work with only in our dreams because. You know, we are awestruck, you know, or we, or, or reality when you meet your heroes shows that, yeah, just keep the distance for the better memories. So, uh, who are the ones with whom you really see yourself in some ways, in some time in the future, working together? Um, and I could be from an established artist, right? And of course, of course. Anybody, right? Yeah. Um, I would love to work with Nas. Okay. I would love to work with Nas just to, just to see, you know, just to, just to actually be in his presence, just to see how he works, you know, as far mm -hmm. as like, you know, work, working on a song or whatnot, just being in the same, just being, being in each other's presence and just vibing off of each other, you know, and, and picking each other's brain and, you know, see what how his mind works, you know, as far as putting, you know, okay. a verse together or whatnot. You know, I've seen, you know, Nas. Um this so this this other artists I would love to work with. Um whether that happens or not, but um Nas is one of them. Um why 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 him? Nas, I just I just like I just love the way he puts words together and and he's very conceptual, especially when it comes to certain songs, but he's he's able to paint that picture you know and putting oh, like see. creating that story you know and it's just you can see it and like you can visualize it and you just have a way of putting words together and like like a like literally he's like a street a street poet you yeah. know and well i should i should i should listen to him more because you just uh, caught my attention a street poet and i do love the idea that uh hip-hop or rap is rooted somewhere in poetry, in street poetry, you know, and all these things. I do love the to think of like that. Maybe it's true, maybe it's not, but I do love think of that, so. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, do you freestyle? Um, here and there. I'm more, I'm more of a writer, but um, every now and again, you know, if I'm around, you know, my peoples, or we just do it for fun, I freestyle, I come off the head, I come off the dome, but for the most part, I'm more of a writer. Yeah, I like, so, I like to, so I like, you never, like never battle. Did you ever go nah, for a battle? Nah, I never battle. Nah, I never battle. But um, but I, I've been in ciphers, you know, with some people. We will, you know, have a cipher and we just kind of like come off the dome or just spit our freestyles, you know, for fun, you know. Yeah. So how how do you write uh, the lyrics? I mean, you have a, a note or a notepad, and and uh, you know, you just uh, always okay. Oh, here is a graffiti. Let's write it down. Okay, that's my granny said. Let's write it together. <laughs> right, right. But let's see. That was, that was the old way. Like before, I used to write my rhymes on on a, on a notepad or on a notebook. But now I use my phone. I just type, you know, my my songs okay. on my phone, and um, 
as far as the the, the process, I usually listen to the beat, and okay. the beat would it would dictate to me how I want to come across as far as the subject matter or what I want to talk about. The beat would tell me what I should write about. That. Okay, so you have an idea, a thought, and then you have several beats, and you say, okay, this might fit here, so let's put the verse there. Right. Or sometimes I might have like verses done already, and okay. I'll start rapping. I rap about on certain beats, and, I, and and whichever beat I feel goes goes with the with the verse, then I, I'll go with that beat. You know, so that which whatever beat that I feel comes together that works better with with the um with the verse. But for the most part, like when I'm listening to a beat, I I you know I listen to it, and from there, you know, I, I'll come up with a concept or. I may jot down a few lines and then just based on those lines, I'll actually work, you know, uh, I'll, I'll keep on adding more, um, you know, I'll keep adding more to the song, you know. Have you ever thought to double vox yourself, double vox rap, you know, that you have like two or three or four different personality in the same track, you know, and, you know, like play around with that? If I use like, what you mean like different personalities in the song? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like uh, what comes to my mind, like uh, Eminem has Stan and some other artists different. You know? Oh, right. I, I've never done a song like that or I never use like different personalities. I guess it all depends on the track, you know. Okay. Like depending on the track, like the beat and the vibe, then, you know, from there, you know, if, if it comes up, it so happens that that I end up using like a different personality, then I will, I'll probably use, do something like that. I know Biggie's done it. You know, Biggie's done it, and on uh, on his songs, um, I believe Redman, you know, Slick Rick, you know, his voice alone, you know, he could, you know, you know, him telling stories, you know, and um, being able to, you know, use his voice inflection in a way to like, you know, make it sound like it's a different character. That's dope, you know. But um, but yeah, I guess depending on the song, I w- if it, if it comes down to it, I wouldn't mind, you know, experimenting with that. There was uh, <clears throat> there was this I think a year or two years ago this talent show I think it was on Netflix uh, called Rhythm and Flow. It was about finding the best hip hop slash rap artist all around. So they started in Atlanta, they went to LA, and you know, and they had like uh, just like a typical Simon Cowell show. Just it was mainly specifically for this genre, and I pretty much enjoyed this. Although not because of the not because of the, the the so-called big guys, big names in that, but it showed me that what a great talent uh, portfolio is all around. And uh, I just wondered, I mean, come on, I would like to go to places where these people just perform for you know just for fun at the weekend. Uh, do you do you go and see upcoming artists? Um, not really. Like I usually. Like before, I used to go to a lot of hip hop shows, like concerts. I, yeah. I like doing that. I like going to those, you know, type of events. Uh, from there, I would end up like seeing like you know, an artist I never heard about or never seen, yeah. and that would be my first time like seeing like you know like a like an opening act and be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna check this dude out. I'm gonna check her out to see more, just to get more more familiar with their discography of music. But um, but that's pretty much how I like to do it. Like I just go to like different hip hop shows. I haven't done it in a while, especially with you know everything going on with COVID. You know, I always forget this thing. It's just like it never happens. You know, it. <laughs> <laughs> Where can we see you this year? Can we see you anywhere? 
I would love to, I would love to travel and go um, perform like overseas. That's always been my main thing, man. But like, again, as we said, with this whole thing going on with COVID, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to do that. But I want to, I want to be able to perform overseas, go to different places, you know, like in Europe, go to Africa. You know, I love traveling, you know. But in the meantime, I'm going to continue to keep working on music. You know, I got, I'm working on some things right now as we speak, and I'm looking forward to finishing these songs, you know. And um, I can't wait to see the reaction of what people you know, what, what they think, what they'll think about it, you know? Okay. And I'm just going to keep working on music and then, um, and, you know, see how the year goes as things, you know, as the months go by, things change. We see how things go, man. But I definitely want to keep working on music and just keep building on, you know, just keep working and building on, you know, mm. uh, on the discography here, you know? I am really looking forward to see and hear what you have next in your playlist. <laughs> or in your new album or singles. You know what? Let's 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 go on in a high note. Just give a few people advice. Those who are in a shoe like you used to be when you were just starting out, you know, and had to rely on the help of family and friends and so on. So there will come hardships and uh, blockages and sometimes people feel that okay, let's Let's just forget it and be an accountant. So how did you overcome? What, what was your drive? What never left you? So what can you suggest to these people who are just coming up and they can't even see what kind of struggles will wait for them? Right. I would say that never give up. Keep working on your craft. Keep practicing. Keep um, Don't take no for an answer. And... Failure doesn't mean it's the end. You know, failure, if anything, is it 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 it, it brings more of that that creativity out out of you. It brings more of that greatness. You know, so even through failure, you can learn. You could, so it's like it's almost like a win win. You know, win win. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean it's the end. You just gotta you just keep you gotta just keep going, keep progressing. Don't take no for an answer and surround yourself around people that that matches your vibe your positive energy, you know what I'm saying? Because you're going to have some people that's going to bring you down, you know what I'm saying? And and you don't want that to reflect on your music or what you're trying to do. That will slow you down. So you got to be around people that genuinely cares about what you're doing and and they want to see you get to the top. And, you know, we all get, you know, we all helping each other get there, you know? So you got to be around people that's, that's um, like-minded and, 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 and your vibes is matching. You know, and there's a and there's an alignment right there. You know, and like I said, just be true to yourself. Most importantly, remain true to yourself, and and just keep working hard, and you get there. Those are beautiful words, beautiful words, and I truly uh, feel this is uh, where people should really um, pay attention to. And uh, yeah, let's not forget you have this uh, new album, what people also can listen to and learn from. Yes, exactly. Grand Rising is still out, people. Go on, you know, check it out. It's still there. <laughs> Hi, and that was our interview with Amari Ma, whose latest album just got out, and it is very recommended to be listened again and again. Some songs 
My a new album. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. New albums are great. Yeah. Morimar, new one. New new albums. I mean, look, some people do singles, other people do albums, and I a body of work on an album is um speaks, you know, tells a bigger story. So good on you, Amarimar. Yeah, we like that sort of stuff. Yeah. And now let's talk about cat videos. Cat videos. I don't know any cats that make videos. No. Well, well, few biases already do. So um, <laughs> when you watch these so-called funny cat videos, what happens? People usually record themselves, yeah? And there are situations. And, yeah. oh, these are funny, these are funny. But if you do have pets, if you do know your pets, not just like your, your cushion or whatever, but like real, you accept yeah. them. Maybe not like John Arbuckle, but like, you know, like real partner. Then you realize that most of these videos are not funny at all. But it's either torturing the cat, if that is the animal <laughs> that they're watching, or, yeah. you know, leaving the poor animal in a uh, very unfortunate situation. Or laughing at that person. Because an animal is a person, a plant is a person. So it's not laughing with. Sometimes, yes, you can find a little funny thing because the, it happens, nature can be. Mm. I mean, if, if you really want to have a good laugh, just look at the bird marabou and then you immediately will laugh. That's God's creation way of laughter. I think that's very funny. It's not bad funny. It's a good funny. No, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, I just realized uh, that uh, when you listen, you know, these voiceovers on these videos, I mm. usually I mute it because I just can't be with any longer. Yeah. These are not well, funny. The owners are, you know, without condemning them, obviously. It is just they don't know how to make life better for a pet, you know, and they think. If they laugh at something and they post it out, they would be elevated to a higher level of acceptance or whatever, or they mm. rough day will be in a better light, maybe. I don't know. So, and if it mm. is true for cat videos or pet videos, how sad the reality of humanity now. Mm. <laughs> You are not yeah, I, I don't know. It's not. I think like there's only some. There's only some. Um, most. I think it's mostly harmless. The, the, these cat videos. Um, I don't think there's anything like malevolent in the owners. Vision. No, that's just that's like totally. they, they so, something it. like everybody just like so, oh look at my cute cat cat da, 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 like take a thing of it and then post it. Ah, let's post it on the internet. Poof, like so, but what they should be more conscious of is like actually sort of not doing that and saving like the, the energy that it takes to store all that data and the energy that it takes for other people to like see that hmm. is it absolutely necessary it should be cat videos should be bottlenecked either reckon. i think they should be capped <laughs> unpopular <laughs> <I see>. opinion <laughs> yeah but you know it goes back to baby videos Mm. You know, let's laugh at the baby. Oh, poor baby, cannot run, poof, fall, you know? And it's 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 not funny. I mean, why, why is it funny when a baby falls, you know, or trips over? It's not funny. You are not laughing when you trip over as an adult, so why would it be funny for a child? Mm, yeah, that's, that's right. I mean, I suppose there can be, like, sort of funny, clumsy moments here and there, but, like, it's not... Um... 
I wouldn't say that they're all exactly that funny, um, especially after you've seen like Calamity video 500 and you're not laughing anymore. It's just a little bit sort of kind of sad. Yeah, it, I mean, it's just I, like, I, I do record our cat. We also have recording of our children. However, this is for us and not to laugh at them, but uh, to try to capture a moment what they can reshare mm. with their children and grandchildren when they grow up. It's a private thing. Mm. You know, yeah. They don't exist, not even the metaverse, but nowhere near close to social media or the media because it's, it's not for them. It's, it's, it's not for them. That is a privacy, but you can give mm -hmm. to them. And uh, I know it's a big, big, big topic. Let's talk about to talk about privacy. But uh, you know, the, the real thing is that if people tend to watch millions and millions and hundreds of millions of these videos, say because cat videos rule, that's the internet. Half of the internet is porn. The other half is cat videos. Cat videos. <laughs> yeah, I hope I do hope there is no intersection. Another one percent is when Democrats and Republicans are fighting, you know. So the question is that if we do not have the the, the inner need of clarity of seeing, because there are beautiful videos, and you know, there's there are these trail videos, you know, when they just leave a camera there for a the whole season and they edit it out, and you can see that how beautiful, but it's harmless because you can see that these cameras are hidden into the rocks and. When the bears yeah, discover yeah, yeah, the, the, the uh, um, track cameras, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and, and there are okay. beautiful ways of doing that. So, there are videos of babies how they grow up, you know, take a photo every month and you know, they montage it together and grow up, you know, mm. that's, that's fantastic. So, there are good ways of doing that, but these ignorant and obnoxious and self assuring ways of not paying attention of the real things to change in our own lives, I don't think will lead the world to a better place. No, I, I don't believe it will. No. Um, although, I mean, we need to explore our world with cameras and trail cameras and, and everything else like that. But yeah, it's like... Uh, I just realized this is the only show who, talks about uh, cat videos and it's not funny yeah yeah that yeah that's we, we are that normal. we have, a, we, we, <laughs> we have newborn caveman who is too sensitive for the cats and the cats didn't even want him to be sensitive for them anyway <laughs> okay so next time we'll talk about how poor pluto from Walt disney suffered no no, no we are not going to do that <laughs> dog owners so, what are they like? No, 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 no. But no, we are not going to do that. I mean, come on, all, all these. Uh, I almost said a species of ducks, and I don't want to go there because that would be a big fight, you know. Anyhow, so we are not that loony as we usually are, but uh, yeah, maybe we yeah. have said a few truths or a few seeds. Maybe we raised a few questions. And if you have any questions, aside from where to send the Rotten Tomatoes, and uh, because mm. you, you can throw the Rotten Tomatoes to us, but then you have to clean your own screen, you know? So, <laughs> um, yeah. So if you have any suggestion, idea, who to invite as a guest on our show, 
or to cover a topic, you know? We can have a topic about blankets to cover. No, we are mm -hmm. going to. Yeah, unless uh, we are being sponsored by Yusk or whatever. Is, mm. is Yusk Finnish? Yusk, I, I believe it is, yeah. Okay, yeah. so let's talk to them. So if we will <laughs> talk about blankets. No. Uh, like a um, yeah, furnishing company, Finnish. Not IKEA, but like you still buy all that sort of stuff reasonably much from their carpets and bedding. Bit of furniture, yeah. Anyway, like, you're, I don't know why we, yeah, like <laughs> Finnish furniture companies, they are, yeah, we are bad. losing, not absolutely. too bad, yeah. We lost the plot, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, you can find us if you search for Neoborn and Andy, a human show, just type it into yes, you can find Google, duck, duck, go, go. We will find you. Yeah, like yeah, it ought to Actually, Yahoo. We are. Yahoo. <laughs> so okay, let's see the news. Let's say this. Let's break the news. Okay. We are in syndication. Yes, we are. We are indeed. But, yes. But it's a good syndication. We are. Mm, I mean, we are yeah. positive. It doesn't come with, you know, necessarily body harm. It's a mm. good syndication. We are in different radios. You can listen to us now in your car while you're uh, driving, just hitting, you know, you know, can listen to us on iHeartRadio. You can listen to us anywhere. And we might have soon or later a special exclusive content for an exclusive show. Who knows? We might have. Well, let's see. <laughs> uh, but that means we're definitely going to have. Okay, so let's hand in a high note. <laughs> That was us in our best and worst together combined. Mm. Meet your ears next time. 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 Yeah, next time. See you there. Okay. Bye. Bye.